Today is gonna be a good day. Today is gonna be a good day. Today is gonna be a good day. Good day, good day, good day. Welcome to Transformation Inside Out Morning Devotion Podcast. I am your host, Tawanda Williams, and I am so excited that you are with me today. Now, let's see what the Lord has for us. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? All right. Hey, y'all. So it is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, fam. I hope you are excited. Every day you should get up and just be excited. And I know that we go through our things and we have our moments, but God is so faithful God is so faithful. Yo, what worship song was on your heart today, right? What What is it that God placed in your heart, right? A melody, you know, that, that kind of refocus everything. Like today for me was the song that I surrender all, right? And, and man, I tell you, when you really, really think about that, you know, and you really start to like really get it in your spirit. That's all I was hearing this morning before I got on is I surrender all, all to thee, my blessed savior. Yo, I, I, you know, I don't know what song is on your heart today, but whatever it is, you know, really just dig into it and just ask God, like, you know, what is it, Lord, on this day that you would have for me um, to do and to really focus on? And so, because God placed that on my heart, you know, I, I, I want to just really just dig into that. God, I surrender all. I surrender all. All to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Yo, with all the stuff that's going on in the world that want to take our attention. I believe that God is just telling us that you got to surrender it all, you know, because we will we'll surrender like to a certain point. Right. And, and, and we'll either pick it back up again. Right. Or we'll just surrender parts of things, you know, and not the whole thing. So, you know, I believe that God is saying that to us today is you got to surrender all to him, not just some things, but everything, right? All right. So I'm excited about what God um, have for us today. Um, and I'm going to let, let us open up in prayer, right? So let's start there. And then what we'll do is we'll see what God have for us today. Uh, we are on the subject of transition, right? We've been talking about that thing, right? For a minute, we're going to continue on, on that route because I believe that there's so much that God wants to speak to us through the book of Joshua when, as we talk about transition with, um, you know, within that, that series of, um, yo, transition, you know? So we talked about how it's not always as easy as we would like it to be, but, you know, there's a position of transition and that God will prepare you through that process and preparation right before he places you right where he wants you to be. So transition is not always easy, but you have to focus on the very things that God right wants you to focus on and to follow those instructions, how important it was for the Israelites to follow specific instructions, not just part partial, but there were certain things that God wanted them to let them understand that, yo, this, this battle is his, right? Like he is the one that's doing it. That's going to give them the victory over this, but they had to really follow instructions. Right? So we talked about that a little bit yesterday. So let's get into prayer this morning, and then we'll see what God have for us 
Okay. All right. Here we go. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we come to you humbly, but boldly to your throne of grace, thanking you and glorifying your name. Lord, have your way today, Lord God. Lord, just like the song said, we surrender all, Lord. We surrender to you our issues. We surrender to you our problems. We surrender to you our finances, our family, Lord God. We surrender you to you our own mindsets, oh God. We surrender it all to you, oh God. Help us, Lord God, to take refuge in you, Lord God, not look to the left or the right, Lord, that even in the times of when the things start to get heavy on us, Lord God, that we can release it, Lord God. We can release those very things, the very hurtful points in our lives, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to release it, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to surrender it all to you, knowing that you are the one, Lord God. You are the one that will fight our battles for us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So God, I just thank you, Lord God, for this is another day that we get to glorify you. This is another day, oh God, that we get to honor you, Lord God. This is another day, Lord God, that, that your light that's in us will reflect to the world, that the world will not see us, but they will see you, God. So I thank you, God. I thank you that you're using us in a mighty way, oh God, each and every day that we get up, Lord, that there's purpose, Lord God, in that. So help us, Lord God, wherever we got to be today, oh God, that we will reflect your light, Lord God, that people will, will see us and say, what must I do to be saved? So God, there's some things, Lord God, that we might be going through. And I ask, Lord God, that those burdens be released because you are the burden barrier, Lord God. I ask, oh God, that there's some things in our life lives that look difficult, but I ask, oh God, that we listen to what you're saying in this season for us, oh God, that we're not taking up old revelation, but in this season, what are you saying to us in the now? Not what you said, but what are you saying to us in the now so that we're able to accomplish everything, Lord God, that you have for us to accomplish. So God, I ask, Lord God, that you remove anything that's a blockage. Remove the things, Lord God, that's trying to block our way from going into the promises that you have for us, oh God. Help us not to be so in, in our own emotions and our own feelings, Lord God, that we're not seeing what you're doing in the season that we're in, oh God, knowing that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and those who are called according to your purpose, oh God. So Father, I just ask, oh God, give us insight, give us wisdom, give us strategy, give us discernment, heighten our discernment, Lord God, so that we're able to see beyond what we see with our natural eyes, oh God, but we can look in the spirit so that we can set ourselves up and be a position for the transition. So God, I thank you. I glorify you, Lord. You never give up on us. You're always there for us. You're always fighting for us. You're always fighting the battles, oh God. So help us not to take up weapons, Lord, of our flesh. Take up weapons of the things that we say. Take up weapons, Lord God, to try to defeat battles ourselves, Lord God. But the battle is not ours. It is the Lord's. So Father, I thank you, God, that we can know, Lord, that you're fighting the battles for us. Lord, that we won't put our mouth on it, we won't put our hand on it. Reminded of Moses when you told him the second time to speak to the rock and Moses struck the rock, Lord God, and it kept them out of the promises. We won't be those this in this season. We will follow specific instructions that you tell us to do in the mighty name of Jesus. So remove all the deceptions of the enemy right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that there will not be no snares, that there will not be no deception, that there will Will not be any tricks or trades of the enemy that we will not follow the voice of the enemy your word says that my sheep know my voice and no other voice will they follow so right now in the mighty name of jesus i decree and i declare that every voice that's not like you oh god every voice from the enemy right now in the mighty name of jesus will be silenced in the name of jesus i decree and i declare that we will only hear from you we will only get direction from you oh god and we will follow those instructions for God to the team. So draw us nearer, draw us closer, draw us, oh God, in your presence so that we can see what are you doing in this season in our lives? What are you doing in this season in our marriage? What are you doing in this season in our finances? What are you doing in this season in our health? Oh God, help us to surrender. Help us to surrender it all to you, oh God, knowing, Lord, that you are the burden carrier, that you will carry those burdens for us. 
that we can take refuge in you, God. And we can take refuge, Lord, in you. No weapons formed against us shall prosper. And every lying tongue shall be condemned with the blood of Jesus. Father, have your way. Have your way. Move in a mighty way. Be glorified. Be magnified in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. All right, fam, let's get to it. Oh, my goodness. Woo, I'm excited. Come on. Let's get excited. These are some very nuggets that is going to help us, right, win these battles. First of all, the battle is already won, right? The battle is already won because Jesus already defeated it. So it's, it's not a matter of us trying to do anything, right? I mean, just like God said when we were going through the scripture, and let me get there, when he said, yo, I've already given it to you, right? Remember yesterday we, we read that, I've already given it to you. So even though God said, I've already given it to you, it didn't mean that, that Joshua and the Israelites didn't have to fight the battles, right? So it was already done. So when you can when you can have a, a mindset that it's already done, that it's, it's, the battle has already been won, right? Then then you don't have to worry about you doing. The only thing that you got to do, right, is follow the instructions, right? That's all you have to do is just follow the instructions of what God said. I always say that, you know, when God is drawing us near and he's telling us, yo, draw close to me, you know, when he's telling us, yo, you need to refuel because life happens, right? And sometimes we can get so busy, right? I go back to Matthew 6, 33, when it says, seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added, right? That we don't have to be so in, ingrained in the worries of the world, you know, that, that we don't close our eyes and just say, go away, poof, be gone, right? That we don't just ignore that we have a bill. We don't just ignore that there's some issues and, and our family is going through. We don't turn and just say, yo, it's going to go away. That God has equipped us with everything that we need in order to do whatever he is calling us to do. Like when he was telling Joshua, be bold and courageous. He wasn't telling him that for nothing. He was preparing him for what was on the other side of this. He was, he was preparing them. I'm, I need you to be bold and courageous because there's some things, right? That's coming ahead, but I've already given you the victory, right? I've already given it to you, but you're going to have to be strong and courageous. And you're going to have to follow some instructions that I give you and you can't veer off you have to be strong and courageous and follow the instructions and meditate on the word day and night. Meditate on the word day and night. He was telling them, yo, you got to keep this in the forefront. Like, like I've given you the victory. You already have it, but I'm preparing for you for what's coming. So it was a choice and the decision that e even each, each and every one of us have to make every single day. Like, like it's not even that it's a one-time thing because if you look at, and we'll go through it, they went from battle to battle to battle. Just like we have battles, right? We, we're, we're going through from battle to battle to battle. It's a battle rhythm, right? That, that we have to always, right? Trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him so that he will direct your path, right? That, that there's battles in life, that although you have the victory, that it doesn't mean you're just sitting there, but God has, has given you the victory, but you have to be strong and courageous. So when these things come up, you're already prepared. Right, you're already you're all you're already ready. I always just say you're already ready, you know, for the things that are come gonna come up, and that we're not so naive that these things are not gonna come. So Joshua and them, like we said before, they fought actual battles, physical battles, but we fight spiritual battles, and we just really just um came out of the book of Ephesians where it, it, it threw it through the whole book, right? And said that when our relationship is right with God, 
Now we, our relationship with each other have to be right. So, so the enemy attacks us in these areas. He attacks us, you know, in our relationships with our family. He attacks us relationship with our kids, with our, with our, you know, believe each other, right? The family of believers, he, he attacks us even when it comes to the things on our job, right? So there's certain things that, that Paul was saying, yo, this battle is not against flesh and blood, but against demons and principalities and rulers in high places. And just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, that it'll come out in, in, in our attitudes. It'll come out in our flesh, in the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life right? Which are the, the temptations that the enemy did to even a garden and even Jesus in the wilderness as he defeated the enemy with the word of God, right? With the word of God, the words of his mouth, he's, he, he's defeated the enemy. So how important it is for us to be in the word of God, because the word is going to give you everything that you need, equip you with those very things, in order to defeat the enemy that's trying to take you out. One of the worst things that we could do is ignore. I, I always say, you know, that this is something that the enemy has studied you all your life. But, but why is it that we don't study his tactics? Why is it that we don't study certain mindsets, certain thoughts that come in our head? Certain certain things that that people say, certain triggers, right? Why why is it that we don't study those things? Because those are the very things that that he uses to stop us from going in to the promises that God have for us. Our mind is that battlefield that the enemy uses constantly, right? He uses that that our mind as a battlefield. Somebody could you know, you thought that they gave you a look, but you don't know what they're going through, but you just assumed assumption will get you every single time. You know, being judgmental will get you every single time that it's important that we go to God in prayer. Right. And we ask God the questions that we just don't assume and lean on our own understanding, but we trust God. And, 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 when, when we can really look at each other, right, from a stance of love and not always full of accusations or suspicion, that, that God, God will show us and reveal to us that even though we all are God's children, we are all not the same in the same maturity, right? So think about your brothers and sisters. If you got brothers and sisters, I was, all, I was the oldest in my family. I, that was me. And, and so I had a lot of responsibility to watch over my siblings. I had a lot of responsibility, right? And, and, and honestly, this is really good, actually. Let's, let's go there. I had a lot of responsibility to watch over them. And, and I can remember, <laughs> you know, being like never wanting to do. Why? Because they wouldn't listen to me all the time. And I would go and I would complain. And be like, they don't want to listen. Da, 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 da. And it made me so angry. I, I'm just, I'm going to be open with you. It made me angry, you know, because I had this responsibility in a sense where I felt like I didn't even want it. But because I was the oldest that I had the responsibility to watch over them. Right. So let me just say, put a nugget there that even the kingdom of God, that we have the responsibility that as we mature, right? To be able to watch out for each other. When we see that the enemy trying to sneak in and do some things that we ourselves go to God and ask him for the strategy for our family, the strategy. Some, some of the people we might not even know, but God may place somebody on our heart and he might say, pray there, pray. To, I need you to pray and intercede that we have the responsibility as the children of God to be in position so that we are able to cover each other. Right. So in the kingdom of God, it's the, it's the same thing. You got some that are mature and you have some that are not. You got some that are, that are going to need, you know, people to watch over them and mentor them. Right. So we should never get the attitude as if that, yo, it's not, that's not my problem. 
because that's not what we're called. We're here to cover and watch out for each other and pray and intercede for one, one another and be there for one another. Now, I, I get it. I understand that there are some of us who've been, been hurt and all that. I do. I get that. That's why we have to be led by the spirit because you can't allow yourself to come down to a level oh, to, to that. And you can look at them from differently that even though they my brothers and sisters, remember I'm the oldest, so I, I'm gonna say this, even though they got on my nerve, they still was my family. I, you know, and that's what I need you to hear today. And I, I believe once we can get that mindset when it comes to, you know, us being brothers and sisters in the kingdom, that we may get on each other's nerve, you know, because some are not mature, some are. But we can never get so halty and judgmental that we think that we've arrived. Because we are, as long as we're here, we have not arrived. If that was the case, we wouldn't be here. So we're always going from faith to faith from glory to glory, right? Each and every one of us, right? So I, yo, somebody need to hear that. I, that wasn't even in my notes, but you know, maybe it was for me, I don't know. But 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 that's that right there is so key. Because I think when we can start to look at each other differently, then we can love each other, not based on the things that we do, that we can intercede and pray for each other, even when we see something just not right. You know, some attitude is just not right. Some things that, that you're dealing with is just not right. Because the Bible tells us, oh, that we should come to each other and address those things. It doesn't say go to everybody else. It says, yo, if if, if someone, have, if you offended someone, it tells you, you, if you offended, right? And you are at the altar of prayer and you offended, you get up and you go make amends, right? It doesn't tell you to go to everybody else and talk about the situation. That, that why is it that you yourself, just saying, God, how do I handle this? How do I handle this? And going to that person and being able to mend the, the relationship, right? Doing your part, even if they can't receive you. Because there'll be times, right? That's why he didn't say, if somebody offended you, he said, if you offended. And a lot of times we've offended somebody and we don't even know it. But but what? because we got the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is going to give us the strategy and the insight and the wisdom in order to make amends right. Let things go. Don't have offenses out there so that we are able to run our race. We can't have a bunch of stuff. When you're running a race, you know, you can't have heavy clothes. You can't have, you know, backpack. You can't have all those things, all those issues and problems and drama because you got to release those things so that you are able to go swiftly, right? So when we're running the race of faith, we, there's some unforgiveness, there's some things, there's some anger, there's some all these things that the enemy wants to, to burden us down with, you know? The, the, the enemy is so strategic, right? That, that he will try to make you see something that's not there so that you can come out of character. Come on, let's expose the enemy for who he is. So again, Joshua and I was fighting physical battles, but we fight what? Spiritual battles. But you need to know those type of battles, right? Because if you're not aware, you would think that, yo, I'm just being me. I'm just doing me, right? But you won't know that, yo, the enemy is just behind the line saying, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you know? Or, or, or here's the saying, I'm just being real, right? I'm just being real. Yeah, you coming out your mouth, but you're being, you're being real. But what the, the Bible tells us that, you know, our battles are not against flesh and blood, right? But against demons and principalities and rulers in high places. So if you're trying to fight a spiritual battle with physical weapons, you've already have been defeated by the enemy because he, he knows what your triggers is and what is going to get you there. That's why it's important that we follow instructions, that we meditate on the word day and night, right? That's what he was telling Joshua, meditate on the word day and night. And if you continue to do these instructions, then you will be successful, right? We want the success, but we don't want to follow the instructions to get to 
what God have for us. There are promises that God have for us. There's promises and blessings and things, you know, for us, for our family, for our children, for our grandchildren. But yo, if we don't follow these instructions, if we don't meditate on the word day and night, right? If, if, if we don't do what God is telling us to do, then we cannot obtain the promises and the blessings that God have for us. That's just for real. All right. So, so in that, we have to constantly, every single day, be intentional about that thing. Um, I heard something the other day that really blessed me because your girl was like, you know, I'm, I told you that me, like I'm, you know, certain things come up and I'm like, I'm learning, you know, and I, I haven't, I'm not perfect. I haven't reached there yet to really just sit and just really try to hear from God before I make decisions and choices, because you can make a choice that seems good, right? Like, like I, here's the greatest example. I always tell you guys that when it comes to certain things, if you don't go to God and pray and ask God, the questions that you can be so busy that you are so busy and you miss what God have for you. I look at um, Mary and Martha where, where Martha was in the kitchen. She was busy. She was doing stuff. Yo, things got to get done. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we sit there and we don't do nothing. You know, either you, you got, there's a balance to it. So things got to get done. But Martha was at the feet of um, Martha was in the kitchen, but Mary was at the feet of Jesus listening and getting instructions. So when the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added. He's going to, when you seek God, instead of trying to do the things in your own strength, instead of trying to, you trying to, you know, find out how you're going to get the money to pay the rent, you know, that he will give you a strategy and whatever God tells you to do, you do it. That's how we do it. That's how we relate to it. You know, and, it's, and, and a lot of times we don't understand how do I look at Joshua, you know, in the Old Testament when they fought battles and how do I apply that? I can't go out and really just physically hurt people, you know, but it's not that's not how it is. We relate to it of a point of we are going to God in prayer. Right. That we put the whole armor of God. So when you had the soldiers back then, they had armor. So for us, the Bible tells us that our armor is the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the gospel of peace upon our feet, the shield of the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And that is the only offensive weapon that you have. Right. So that's your weapon that will be able to take the enemy out. So so here here is something. When we are when we are dealing with anxiety, right? And there's a there's a scripture that talks about peace, you know? That you know there's a, when we're dealing with financial issues that there's a scripture that talks about, right? How how, how God has given us, right? That you know the power to get well. You, you know, when they, when we are dealing with our children or our job and all those things, there's scriptures that we are able to take those, the word of God and put it on it. When we, when we look at Jesus as an example, right? He, he is our, our very example that how he defeated the enemy when the enemy was coming for him, right? He was in the wilderness, right? Fasted 40 days and 40 nights and here comes the enemy. Jesus was hungry. He was at his weakest moment. He was hungry. He, after think about it, wouldn't you be right? Not eating all that time. So he that's and that's how the enemy attacks us in our weakest moment, right? And that's why when when it comes to certain things that comes up that we cannot be in our emotions or our flesh because he's expecting that. Remember, I told you you got to know your enemy. He's expecting you to be angry. When some somebody say something out the side of their mouth, he's he, he's expecting you, right, to make a choice or a decision when you get that bill in 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 the mail, right? When you already at your lowest, right? You may have lost your job, and here comes this bill, and because this bill, you lost your job, you're already at your lowest. Now this bill comes, and now you're making decision out of your flesh, and not not by going to God and asking him the questions. I'm not saying that you're not going to have to go through things. That wouldn't be reality because we all go through some things. Every single day that you get up, there are certain battles that you have to fight every day. All I'm saying is 
that if you are trying to fight it in your own strength, that you have already been defeated. You know, we're going to get into it, but, but, but just to kind of go a little ahead, when we look ahead and see that, yeah, Joshua and the Israelites, they won that first battle. Right. Come on. Victory. Victory. We we're good when we we win the first battle. But are we continuously being battle ready? Because that to me is a deception. Just because you lost, you won one battle doesn't mean you won't, you know, win the next. That you have to be persistent. Come on now. That's so that's the word about, you know, we, you got to be persistent in the things of God so that you can continuously win battles. And every battle is not the same. Understand that every battle is not the same because we will be deceived to think that the children of Israel, even when it came to AI, oh, oh, we just defeated Jericho, right? So we don't need to send that many for AI. First of all, what they did was they looked at it as if they were doing it in their own strength. And that is the deception. Because these battles you can't do. You got, you need God. So you always turn your face to him and ask him. You don't try to fight it in your own strength. And that's what they did. They underestimated it. Now, granted, yeah, they it wasn't as many that they had to, to defeat. But the problem is they did it themselves and they did not depend on God. And they didn't follow instructions. God said, don't touch the accursed things. And someone that was connected to them in the camp did. And even though it wasn't all of them that was disobedient because someone was connected to them was disobedience. That's what happened. Right? So understand that, yo, people are not at that same level, but we can't, we're not supposed to come down to their level that, that, that we are supposed to bring them up to our level but when we sleep ourselves down to their level oh you're you know because you're more mature than that as the oldest child whew, plenty of days when i tell you that my sisters challenged me especially that middle one <laughs> she challenged me you know i look back now and i you know as where i am and, and she was just so you know independent you know and that was just her personality and you can still see that even today and and that that's okay you know but it wasn't back then for me it, it wasn't because i was like okay i'm the oldest you gotta listen right is that how we do those in church right oh well i'm the oldest elder or i'm the this and i'm the deacon of the board and i'm this you gotta listen you gotta do what i say we don't own them they're god's children fam so what, how what God wants us to do is nurture them and, 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 and lead them in the right direction. I don't know why I'm going there, but somebody must need it to hear that today. I'm just saying. All right. So let's get into it a little bit. Let's get into it. We're going back to um, chapter six where we left off and we will do is. Just read it again. All right. So Joshua chapter six, and it says, now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand. It's king and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city and all, all you men of war, right? And you shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days and, and, and seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass when they make a loud blast with the ram horn. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then the wall of the city will fall down flat and the people shall go up every man straight before him. Yo, this right here, that last verse, just think about that and focus on that. You know, I, 
I, I might have mentioned this before, but I'm, it's, it's, it's worth mentioning again that how important it is that when God has given us specific instructions that we follow them, you know, to the T. Right. He didn't tell them to do anything. But when you hear the, the trumpet, that's when you shout. And let me tell you something. It even though. Right. You, you, you've heard this thing like God gave us two ears and a mouth. Right. Because we should listen more and talk less. There's a scripture that says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And I believe that in, in this season that we're in, that the enemy is going to try us in all types of directions, in our relationships, at our jobs, in our finances, in our health, all these things. But we have to be very quick to listen, right, to the instructions that God is giving us, right? And not pop off and not, you know, and even though I can honestly tell you that it's like, it's a hard thing to do, but it's necessary that we have to really lean in more because if not, we will miss it. You know, I think, I think for us to think that, you know, that we understand everything. That's why it says, don't lean on your own understanding all your ways, acknowledge him. Don't acknowledge the situation, right? Don't, 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 well, don't acknowledge the, the, the issues and the problems, but, but acknowledge God, acknowledge him in the situation, right? That the situation is here before me, but I'm not going to just speak defeat by accepting the, the situation. That's what I want to say by accepting that this is it. Okay. This is, this is a situation that, you know, my bills are due and there's no money in the bank. Right. But I, I need to know that my God is Jehovah Jireh. He is my provider. Right. So I'm I'm not just going to, you know, start speaking things like I'm going to be homeless or I'm going to be out or this or that. But but Lord, your word says this. Right. So as I listen, what are you saying for me to do? So this is how we place it. Like, it's again, it's not something that we're just waiting for it to fall out the sky, but we're listening. We're, we're in the word, right? We're meditating on the word day and night so that we can hear what, God, what are you saying in the season for me? What, what do you have for me to focus on? What do you have for me to do, right? And whatever God says to do that we do, that we are so focused on listening to what he's saying that we ourselves are not speaking things because there's life and death in the power of the tongue. And what the enemy wants to do in this season, he wants you to speak defeat in your situation. He wants you to, to, to speak defeat in, in, your, in your marriage. He wants you to, to speak defeat in your finances, in your health, right? He wants you to, to speak defeat on that job when you have this coworker that keeps coming for you. He wants you to, feet, to speak defeat so that you can speak it out of your mouth because you're stronger than you think. You are powerful. The words that come out of your mouth holds weight, baby, because you are a child of God. And he knows it. So, so if he can get you to speak the very opposite of what God has already told you, then he wants you to, to speak against it. So we have to be strong in this season where, where we are really listening more and, and we're not just popping off. You know, I, I remember I always um, use my, 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 my girls as, as an example, but um, they, especially that, that youngest one, mm -hmm. <laughs> she would, you know, come home and, and no, actually both of them, I mean, not, mm, they probably has, of course, we always look at our children. We just like, I don't know where they got that from, but we, if we would just, I'm just saying, <laughs> There, I can look at both of them and I can see, yeah, uh-huh, those are some, some things that I need to pray because I, I remember being so strong-headed as well. But when the kids would come and say, Ma, you know, the teacher this and the teacher that, you know, she don't like me, he don't like me, and things like that, and this happened, you ever been there? Like, you were like, what? This one happened? Let me go to that school. Let me talk to that teacher. Da, 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 da. And you get there and it's like the total... <laughs> opposite of what what the child told you and you you're just going off right so i think like it, that's an example right of how the enemy will use us because we are listening to those which which I, i'm not saying that we we just gotta god is the one that that affirms but others can confirm that's all i'm saying that that you have to listen to what god is saying but if if god God's word has told you something and everybody else is the opposite. The way I look at it is we have to lean in more and really say, God, is this you? By getting in your word and trying to hear it, 
But if there's somebody that's coming against the total opposite of the word of God, no, that's not, you got to really understand that those, those are the things, the triggers that we have to look out for. So listening is key, right? Listening, what, what is the, what is the instructions that God has given us in this season? What is he saying? If I was a pop off every time my child came and said somebody was looking at me funny or they touched me, you know, our kids are, they might do something like, oh, I touched you. Just something just so small. And then we, we just, you know, pop up and go bananas. All right. So we have to listen like and discern so that we can handle situations the proper way how God wants us to handle it. That's all I'm saying, fam. So instructions is key. Instructions is key. And, and I love it because, again, when God gave them specific instructions, he told they didn't even have to touch it. See, th that I think is so important for us that, that you don't even got to touch it because God will make it fall like this wall, this barrier that was in between them and their promise. Mm -mm. I don't care what it is, whatever it is that God says is yours. I don't care what what wall is between it. God is the one that will, will perform the miracle, right? You are the one that should follow the specific instructions of what God is telling you to do. So don't try to go and do things in a sense in your own strength, right? That regardless of the situation, regardless of the circumstance, that you have to take refuge in God, that you got to trust the Lord. You can't, you can't try to fight the battles yourself because honestly, you can't. Only that this was a miracle. Think about the wall. I mean, it's no way, no way. That's why God had to show them through this miracle that, that this, this battle is not yours. This is mine. That when you're fighting these battles, don't try to get in your own strength and do things in your own way. Because I got it. And if you don't follow the instructions, like I told you to, to do, then... The, the very things that I promised you, be strong, be courageous, meditate on the word day and night, follow these instructions. Do the very things that I'm telling you to do and you will be what? Successful. I know that we, each and every one of us want to be successful in our lives. We want to be successful in our businesses. We want to be successful in our marriages. But fam, we can never get to the point that we know it all because we don't. You don't know what's, what hold, what tomorrow holds. Yo, you can, you got grace for the day. And, and this right here is so key. You got grace for the day. Think about it. When, when he told them every day, walk around the wall once. That's it. You got grace for the day to walk around this thing once. They had grace for the day. But then that last day, they had supernatural double potent and grace because they were able to walk around seven times. But God is the one. His grace is sufficient, fam. He's the one that's going to give you the strength. He's the one that's going to give you the strategy, the capability to get it done. Right? So it is important that we take refuge in God. Take refuge in God. And I believe God is wanting me to say this. Because even before they got there, there were things that they had to do. They had to consecrate themselves. They had to, to um, set themselves apart, right? So there. listen, I, I looked up this consecrate and, and it's, um, for some reason I put Kadesh and it says the sanctuary, a holy place. The root means to be consecrated and consecrate is promise to give one's time and attention to something. So when God has told them to consecrate themselves, because in three days you're about to go into the promise, they had to give time and attention, right? They need, it says it means to make holy or to dedicate to a higher purpose, right? Listen, with so much going on now, if we don't put our focus on God and put our attention on him, yo, we will miss it. So there are things where God is saying, yo, I need you to, to take your, not allow your time to be consumed with all these other things, but consecrate yourself, put your attention to this. 
right? It means to make holy or to dedicate to a higher purpose, right? Um, set apart, to be set apart, right? So in that, when it comes to us really taking that time and, and really spending the time in God's presence, spending the time in God's word so that we are able to defeat these things that are coming against us. But if we don't consecrate to put our focus on what, on God and not on our circumstances, we will miss it because then we will try to handle it in our own strength. I hope that makes sense. Like, like, yo, you, you're going to have to take refuge in God, right? Whatever it is that you're dealing with today, you're going to have to take refuge in him. You're going to have to consecrate yourself, right? So you are putting your focus on him, the high priority, because he is seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And he said, all these things will be added. So we are, we are setting ourselves apart from the situation Right. And we're looking to God for the strategies and the things that we need in order to get things done. All right. So let's stop there. I was going to go into some more things that I had as far as takeaways. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it, even if it's it'll be worth repeating it if I need to repeat it. So here um, some takeaways. It says one, listen in the time of transition for right instructions. So we already know that, right? Because we talked about how important it was for them to listen. Each day they had an amount of grace, right? And each day he said, six days, walk around the wall once. The next instructions on the seventh day, walk around it seven times. And yesterday we mentioned like, when you are close to your breakthrough on, it always seemed that it is more that you have to do. And I don't know if somebody needs to hear this, that, yeah, it might seem like it's more work and it might seem like it's more time. And it might seem as though, you know, that, that you're tired, but don't get weary in your well-doing. Continue on, because if you faint not, you will get the victory. And it says here that it could be the right thing, but not at not the right timing. So even just thinking about them, right, what if they were to, instead of, walking around the wall on that first day, the one time they did it seven, then they would have been out of the timing of God, right? So it could be the right thing, which it was the right thing. Like God said, walk around the wall, right? So that's the right thing. But the timing of it was for the, for the first six days, walk around it once. But what if they would have said, no, we're going to do it seven. No, then you're not going to be able to see the victory. So there are certain things in our lives that it, it will be the right thing, but it may not be the right timing, right? So we have to constantly be in the presence of God so that we can hear specific instructions, not just what it is, but in what timing do we do it, right? So sometimes we'll get a word from God. This is good. I'm glad I'm, I pressed on. Sometimes we'll get a word from God, like, okay, God has given us to open up, to start a business, right? And we move forward, Right? And we, we listen to the Holy Spirit. We got everything set up. And then now it's like, okay, we're trying to push it out there. But you haven't asked the questions, when is the right timing? So even though God has given us the strategy and the business idea, whatever it may be, it might be the right timing. Just like even when we talk about when, when we have friction in our relationship, it might be the right thing that we need to discuss and talk, but it might not be the right timing. So I look at that as, you know, if you and I are dealing with some issues and I'm, I'm up and, you know, I'm just like upset, you know, because of something that happened. Would you come and try to force me to talk at that time? No, it's not the right timing. It might be something, the right thing that we need to discuss, but at this time, it's not a good timing. So you pray and get discernment of when is the right time. Not that it's not because we got to talk about it, but the timing is key because you trying to talk when a girl is like, okay, so it, it, so we, so when it comes to our relationships, we got to be able to discern when is the right time, not just when or what to talk about, but when is the right timing. Okay. And then the second takeaway, so far I'm getting that transition sometimes is never really announced. Right. So, so we don't know. When God, God is going to say, okay, you know, we can't prepare for it. But when God says that it's time for transition, that we have to be ready, be willing, 
and be you, right? Because you got to dominate that thing, right? Be ready, be willing, and be you. Be ready, right? For when God says transition is coming, right? And be willing to transition because that's key too. You ever been there? Like, you know that God is calling you to a different position, different state or whatever. But if you're not willing to go, right? So you got to be ready and be willing, right? And understand that you only you can only you can do it. Only you can be you. You don't have to be nobody else. I think in a sense, we think when God gives us something, this is getting so good. When God gives us something, right, that we we feel that if somebody else is doing it, that we don't move out. Whatever God said, do, do it. You, 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 you be you because you bring a different flavor to it, right? God has already assigned certain things for you. Because just because you guys are doing the same thing doesn't mean that you are the same and how you deliver it is the same way. So whatever God said, do, do it. Don't look and say, well, there's already people that's selling um, pocketbooks. And I know that God is, you know, giving me this and, and she's doing the same thing or he's doing the same thing. Stop that. What did God say? Go back to what God said. Be you in it. Put your flavor to it. Whatever God is telling you to do, do. You know, and that that's a, the trick of the enemy to stop us from moving forward into the promises because we start to look at what everybody else is doing and we stop doing what God has told us to do. What if they they would have said, okay, well, we're walking around this 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 wall like one time, but I don't see nobody else doing it, right? Or, or they're doing it this certain way. Shouldn't we be following them or doing what they're doing? No, that's not how it works. What did God say? And whatever God is telling you to do, you do, right? And then third one I have here, it says, are you ready to be positioned? Because there is a level of, submission, separation, and suffering, right? Are you ready? Because you got to be ready to, to understand that you are going to have to submit. Some people you're going to have to separate from, and there could be a level of suffering in that thing, right? But, but as you continue to move forward in what God is doing in you and through you, that he said he will never leave you nor forsake you. So whatever God have for you to do, oh, just submit to what his plan is for your life. But understand, you got to submit, there's separation, and there could be a level of suffering. Yo, fam, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I did have one point. It says, I'm getting ready to see something I've never seen. So God is going to blow my mind. That's a song from... Tasha Cobbs, I am ready for overflow. I need you to hold on to that, right? Hold on to that. If you can get that song from Tasha and just meditate on that. Yo, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to see what God has for me, right? And, and you're, you're getting ready as well. God is phenomenal, you know? And he will definitely blow your mind. I'm so thankful and grateful. Thank you guys for rocking with me today. Um, but if it's anybody um, who don't know the Lord as your savior, today's the day to now is the time. Yo, I want you to be so, so ingrained in God that, that nothing will be able to move you out of position. I, I want you to trust him. So today for those who don't, who haven't accepted Christ, it's important that you do. Yo, this world is, you know, I'm just saying, it's just out there. But if you don't have your safety net that is ingrained in our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, man. So all you have to do is give him your yes. And when you give him your yes, yo, he will open up your eyes and understanding. Your life will change, you know. And it's not about us trying to rush and get a marathon, everything, to, you know. No, the Holy Spirit will come in. And, and the very thoughts that, you know, you're used to doing and not that it's going to happen overnight, but if you continue to remain and you just stay in them, stay in the word, you know, stay connected, you will see the very things that used to make you pop off. Those things don't even bother you. Like whatever. I am just confident in who I am and whose I am. Right. So just know that 
accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's no tradition. You know, it's not about you doing it a certain way. All you have to do is say, Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And I know that you died on the cross. And on the third day, you got up with all power in your hands. And I want you to be my Savior. That's it. You don't have to be in a certain building or a certain place. Though For us to come together, it's good that we don't stay babes. Right? So listen to this. This is actually good. Because anything, if you look at a, a baby, when they first come out, they are drinking Similac or some type of formula. But then they go from that formula to whole milk. But then they go back from, from whole milk to certain, you know, foods that they eat. And then as they grow even more, they're eating table food. So it's the same thing for us that, yo, we should not be still immature to the point where we are eating, drinking milk when we should be truly eating. The, the, the word of God is so powerful in our lives. So if we are not getting the nutritions that we need, yo, then we there's a malnutrition there in the spirit. So get into a, 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 a Bible church that's teaching the Bible and the true word of God, right? But 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 understand that study to show yourself approved unto God. That is not just about showing up one day on Sunday to church. Go get, get involved in, in Sunday school. Get involved in, you know, in, in, in activities that, that will bring you closer to God. Do Bible study, right? Do, do certain things, um, you know, certain events that they have. We, we got a few things that's coming up. We do Bible study. God, I think God is going to actually... Um, have me do maybe Bible study during noonday. I'm still praying on that, like what day and, and, and how he wants me to do it. But, but that's one thing, right? So, so when we, we have quarterly conferences, right? That is, you don't have to pay for anything. You just need to come and show, but it's iron sharpens iron that, that as God is speaking, right? through each and every one of us, that you will be able to grab hold. I can't even imagine, tell you, I mean, people who preach messages from years ago that the Holy Spirit leads me to that very message and I need it for the season that I'm in now. So don't look at me that as if I'm, I've reached, I still got some issues. I'm still trying to, you know, get there. But we all are on different levels and we all can help each other grow. So never think, that never think that you don't know. Just get involved, get in the game, get do something so that you can grow in the things of God. All right, fam, that's what I have for you. Let's pray out. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, we glorify you, we magnify your name. Let your will be done on earth as so it is in heaven. Lord, I, I'm just so grateful and thankful to be used by you. And I ask, Lord God, that you continue to have your way in each and every one of us, Lord God, in everyone that hears this message, Lord God, that today we won't lean on our own understanding, Lord God, but we want to acknowledge you in all our ways, Lord God, that we want you to, uh, to we want you to know, Lord, that we are all in, Lord God, that we're not going to continue to drink milk, Lord that we're going to be able to feed on your word, Lord God. So give us the strength, give us the strategy, help us, Lord God, to choose you, Lord God, to choose you. Even when everything might seem like it's coming up against us, that we will know, Lord, that you are our Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. You are our Jehovah Shalom. You are our Prince of Peace, God, that you give us peace in the midst of the storm. So Father, we thank you we thank you even for the times that we come together every day, Lord, that iron sharpens iron, that we we are growing and learning in the things of God, that, Lord, your desire is for us, Lord God, to continue to stay faithful to, to, to you, oh God, and not allow the things of this world to take us off of the path that you have already set for us. So bless each and every one of the sound of my voice. Strengthen them, Lord God. And wherever they are weak in those areas, strengthen them. Give them, Lord God, the strength to be able to endure. Lord, I don't know if they're having issues in their home life, at their jobs, in their family. But God, I decree and I declare, Lord God, that they will turn to you, Lord God, for those specific instructions so that they can have success in their marriages, success in their jobs, success, Lord God, in their careers. 
because greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. That we already have the victory, oh God, that you have already given us the victory. So all we have to do is walk in it. Have your way. For it's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Your fam, love you, love you, love you. Have a wonderful day. It's going to be a great day. Why? Because you are great. All right? Love you. Bye-bye for now. Peace out. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I know that you had to be blessed. God is so good all the time, all the time. God is good. See you next time. Bye-bye for now.